0: Welcome to the Central Baptist Church Podcast, where we bring you inspirational sermons and share the love and teachings of Christ. I'm excited to introduce our brand new sermon series, Heaven, Our Ultimate Home, starting with today's message titled The Reality of Heaven. Our beloved Pastor Adam Burton will be leading us and sharing his insights. As Christians, we hold a fundamental belief that heaven is a real and tangible place that gives us hope and purpose. This belief provides direction and meaning in life, even during the toughest of times, as we are fulfilling our eternal destiny. In this message, Pastor Adam will dive deeper into this belief, and we can't wait to hear what he has to say. So, sit back, relax, and prepare to be enlightened and inspired. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on your preferred platform and stay connected with Central Baptist Church. We invite you to visit our website at cbcmaysville.com or attend one of our services to experience our welcoming community firsthand. Without further ado, here's Pastor Adam's powerful sermon, The Reality of Heaven. We're
1: welcome this morning to a journey of discovery that is going to take us to the heart of what lies beyond this life. Have you ever wondered what awaits us as we as we leave this world, I mean, is there really a place called heaven? And if so, what is it like? You know, the Bible tells us that, that heaven is our ultimate home, a place where we will spend eternity in the presence of God. But, but what does that mean for us? And what can we expect when we arrive? Perhaps you, like many others, have grown up with the idea like heaven is a place with clouds and harps and floating around doing nothing. It's an image that's been perpetuated for years from movies and and TV shows, even though it's far from accurate. Maybe you've seen the film Bruce Almighty. In the movie, Heaven is portrayed as some sort of celestial office space, complete with desks and cubicles and an endless supply of donuts. But when Bruce arrives, he, he's greeted by a receptionist who, who hands him a clipboard and, and tells him to, to take a seat. And so Bruce, he looks around in all of this kind of confusion, wondering why Heaven looks like a corporate office. But as he sits down, he begins to, to fill out the paperwork. He realizes that, that this heaven is very different than what he expected. For, for one thing, in this office, everybody's happy. They're laughing, joking, and they're enjoying their work. And for another thing, there's a sense of purpose and meaning in everything that they do. Now, now, of course, we you know this portrayal of heaven is, is far from accurate, but it does raise some interesting questions that, that maybe you've thought about. If heaven isn't just a place for for leisure, but a place of meaningful work and purpose, what, what if we will be called to serve and to work in heaven, using our talents and abilities to glorify God and to to bless others around? Well, as we embark on this sermon series, heaven, our ultimate home, we will explore the biblical view of. Of heaven and and what it means for us as Christians. We'll look at the different aspects of heaven, the beauty of its surroundings, and the joy of being in the very presence of God. We'll also consider what the Bible tells us about what we'll do in heaven. Will we really just sit around on clouds all day? Or will we have important work to do And if we do have work to do, what would that work look like? Perhaps most importantly, we'll explore how our understanding of heaven shapes how we live our lives here on earth. And how can the knowledge that we have a home in heaven motivate us to live better lives, to love more deeply, and to serve others more selflessly? So as we come together on this journey of discovery, we will explore the mystery and the wonder of our ultimate home. We'll do so turning to scripture to be open to what the Bible tells us about heaven and allow that truth to transform our lives in meaningful ways. The title of today's sermon is The Reality of Heaven. The Reality of Heaven. You can find an outline on the back of your bulletin to help you to, to follow along. You know, as Christians, we hold fast to the truth that, that heaven is a real place. It's not just an abstract concept or, or a wishful thinking. It is a tangible, physical realm where God reigns and, and his people dwell with him forever. But what does it heaven look like? What will we be doing there? These questions have fascinated believers for centuries, and yet we often kind of shy away from exploring them in in depth. That's why I want to challenge us today to imagine what will heaven be like. I want you to imagine a place of perfect peace where there is no more pain, no more suffering, a place where the streets are paved with gold and the walls are made of precious stones. Imagine a place where we will be reunited with our loved ones who have gone before us. But most importantly, Imagine a place where we will be in the presence of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. See, that is the ultimate reality of heaven. It's not just a place for us to escape the troubles of this world, but a place for to worship and to glorify God for all eternity. First thing we're going to see this morning is that heaven is a physical place. Heaven is a physical place. You're standing upon a mountaintop, gazing out over a vast land escape of rolling hills and sparkling lakes. And as far as your eye can see, oh, there is a beauty and grandeur beyond compare. It's, it's like nothing that you've ever seen before. And you feel a sense of awe and wonder. It's just hard to put into words. Now, I want you to imagine that this mountaintop is just a glimpse of what heaven will be like. John writes in Revelation chapter 21, verses 1 and 2, he said in his vision, "'Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and the sea was no more. And I saw the holy city, oh, new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband.'" In Revelation chapter 21, we, we see this description of, of the new Jerusalem. Now, this is a real city that will be the final home for the redeemed for eternity. Right? This isn't some type of, uh, of a mental state that we will be in. No, it is a concrete reality that we can look forward to. So what can we expect from this celestial heavenly city? Well, we know that it will be a place of peace and joy for eternity where there will be no more pain and no more suffering. Imagine waking up. Well, actually, we won't have to wake up because we'll never sleep, but being able to walk without any knees creaking or any pain in our our back. That's heaven. But it's also like a bride on her wedding day a real event that will occur in the future. But how do we reconcile this grand vision of heaven with with our modern lives and how we live today? It's easy for us to get caught up in the the stresses and the worries of life to the point where we forget that there's more than just what this life has, that there's more waiting for us. That's why it's important for us to keep our eyes fixed on this new Jerusalem, like a mountaintop that we're striving to reach. It's a constant reminder that there is more to life than what we are right now, than what we can see right in front of us. I mean, think about it. If we're constantly focused on the present, then we're likely to get bogged down by the the minutiny of everyday life. But if we keep our eyes on the prize, this heavenly city, then suddenly the struggles that we encounter become just a little less daunting. That's kind of the difference between looking at just one single brush stroke of a painting and looking at the entire painting. When we focus on the big picture, we gain a new perspective on our lives and our struggles. We realize that there is something that is bigger and more important waiting for us and that gives us the strength to keep going. Let me remind you that the Bible is not just an ordinary book with no relevance for our lives. Oh, it is a sacred text, but it speaks to our deepest longings of our hearts. It it reveals to us this physical beauty, And when we see it, oh, it changes how we live on earth. So may we never forget that heaven is not just an abstract concept, but it is a physical place and the Bible has much to tell about it. As we reflect on the physical reality of heaven, let us not forget that it is also a spiritual reality. The Bible speaks of both the... Tangible, but also the intangible aspects of heaven, reminding us that it is not just a physical place, but it is a spiritual reality that we experience through our relationship with Jesus Christ. And that brings us to our second point: that heaven is a spiritual reality. Heaven is a spiritual reality. The Apostle Paul. And his letter to the Corinthians tells us that heaven is, is this spiritual reality in, 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 in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 1 through 5, we we read these, we read these words. For we know that if the tent that is our earthly home is destroyed, we have a building from God, a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. For in this tent we we groan, longing to put on our heavenly dwelling if indeed by putting it on we may not be found naked for while we were still in this tent we groaned being burdened not that we would be unclothed but that we would be further clothed so that is what mortal may be swallowed up by life he who has prepared us for this very thing is god who has given us the spirit as a guarantee Paul here paints a vivid picture of our current state, on earth, using this metaphor of an earthly tent. We know that our bodies are temporary, fragile, imperfect, just like a tent. But beyond this temporary state, we have the promise of a new eternal house in heaven a spiritual reality that is not built by human hands or, or modern architecture. No, no, it is built by God himself. See, the yearning for this heavenly dwelling is also evident in Paul's words. He, he talks about this groaning and being burdened while in the earthly tent and eagerly longing to be clothed instead with our heavenly dwelling. It's here this, this deep longing that only the promise of heaven can satisfy. This passage also it offers hope to those who believe in God and trust in his promises Heaven's not this far-fetched idea, but it is a real and a spiritual reality that awaits us. So we can take comfort in knowing that the one who has fashioned us for this purpose is God himself. And he has given us the spirit as a deposit guaranteeing us what is to come. You know, in our modern society, We are bombarded so much with messages that tell us to focus on here and now, to live for the moment, to to accumulate as much as we we can in this fleeting life. But as Christians, we know, oh, we know that there is so much more than, than what we see. This bigger picture, a reality that is greater than anything that we can imagine. In this passage, we had just heard reminds us that our earthly lives are temporary, a, a vapor that appears for a little while and then it just kind of vanishes away. But the promise of heaven is not wishful thinking. Oh no, it is a real and tangible reality that awaits us. So when we think of heaven, right, we often think of something above the clouds, very far and distant from us, something that, you only think about when you dream at night. But the heaven is just as real as the air that we breathe, as the real ground that we, we walk on. It's a place where our loved ones who have gone before us are waiting to welcome us where we will be reunited with those who have gone ahead. And in heaven, there will be no more pain, no more suffering, no more tears, no more sorrows, for we will be in the presence of our loving father and the lamb who was slain for us. And there we will experience perfect, absolutely perfect joy and fulfillment. So my dear brothers and sisters, may we not be swayed by the temporary pleasures of this world, but may we fix our eyes on the things above And remember that the promise of heaven isn't a far off dream, but it is real and it is tangible. May we find comfort in this truth and let it give us the strength and the courage to persevere through trials and difficulties of this life. For we know that our labor in the Lord is not in vain. And the promise of heaven is worth every sacrifice that we make in this life. So as we bask in the hope and in the joy that the reality of heaven brings, we are reminded that it isn't a distant promise, but a present reality that guides us in our daily lives. And so by, by fixing our eyes on heaven, and living with the assurance of our eternal destiny, we can find purpose and direction when we need to live each and every day. That brings us to our last point, that heaven gives us hope and purpose. Heaven gives us hope and purpose. Anybody ever felt lost? Unsure maybe of your purpose, the, the direction that you've chosen to, to go in, in life. Maybe you're going through a tough time right now and you just can't figure a way out of it. And, you know, it's in moments like these. that It's easy to feel like you're just wandering aimlessly with no real destination inside. But what if I told you that there is a place where you, your hope and purpose can be found. A place where you can find direction, you can find clarity, you can find meaning. Oh, that place is heaven. It's closer than we might think. Look here, Colossians chapter three, verses one through four. If you have been raised with Christ, seek things that are above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above and not on things that are on earth. For if you have died and your life is hidden, for you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, oh, then you also will appear with him in glory. In these verses, the Apostle Paul reminds us to to set our hearts and minds on the things that are above, not on these earthly things. And he urges us to remember because our true home is in heaven where Christ is seated at the very right hand of God. And then he encourages us to live with an eternal perspective, keeping our eyes fixed on the prize that awaits us. Now, you might be thinking, but what does heaven really have to do with my life right now? I mean, yes, I know it's some place where we go and we die, but but what does it have to do with me right now? Well, let me to think about it this way. You know, when you have a destination in mind, you know what, you're more likely to make the intentional choices, decisions that will get you there you're less likely to get sidetracked or get derailed by the, the distractions that are along the way. And in the same way, if we keep our eyes and our minds focused on heaven, then we are more likely to live each and every day with more purpose and intentionality. See, heaven, it gives us a hope because it reminds us that this life is not all that there is. No matter what we may be facing right now, we can hold on to the promise of a future that has been free from pain and suffering and sorrow. And it gives us a reason to live for something that is far greater than ourselves. See, when we know where we're headed, oh, we can live each day with intention and purpose knowing that our actions and choices have eternal significance. Dear brothers and sisters, if you're feeling lost or uncertain about your life's direction, I want you to take heart right now because the reality of heaven is waiting for you. It's not a figment of our imagination or or some distant fantasy that we can only dream about. Oh, it's a real place more real than anything that we have ever experienced in this fallen world, because heaven is a place where every tear will be wiped away, where there will be no more pain or suffering, where we will be in the presence of our loving father and the lamb who was slain for us. It's a place where righteousness dwells and where we will experience perfect joy and fulfillment. Oh so, oh friends as we as we live here struggling do not lose heart but set your eyes your gaze on on things above see when the cares of this world threaten to overwhelm you just fix your eyes on Jesus the author and the Finisher of our faith, oh, may we hope and the hope and purpose of heaven guide us on our journey for this is not the end of the story. Oh no, we are called to be overcomers, to persevere to the very end and to keep our eyes fixed on the prize that awaits us in heaven. So we, may we never be distracted by the fleeting pleasures of the world but may we press on towards the mark of the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Remember also that you're not alone on this journey. Oh, you have the Holy Spirit to guide you. You have the word of God to sustain you. And you have a church family of believers to support you. And when you finally reach all oh, those pearly shores of heaven, oh, there you will be welcomed into the eternal embrace of our Lord and Savior where you will experience the fullness of joy and the pleasures that are at his right hand forever so may we set our sights on the things that are above and let the hope and the purpose of heaven fill our minds and our hearts for we for we are citizens of a better country, a heavenly one.
0: Thank you for tuning into the Central Baptist Church Podcast. We hope today's message on the reality of heaven has inspired you to seek direction and meaning in your life. If you're looking for ways to deepen your faith and strengthen your relationship with God, we invite you to attend our upcoming services. Don't forget to follow us on social media for more inspiring messages and share your favorite episodes with your loved ones. And if you missed any part of today's message, head over to our website at cbcmaysville.com to listen again. As we go, remember to keep your eyes fixed on our eternal destination and find hope and purpose in your life. Thank you for joining us today, and we look forward to sharing more uplifting messages with you in the future.